Welcome to She's on a Mission, the podcast. On our show, we talk about our entrepreneurial journey and how we built our current business, Renata Beauty. We also interview kick-ass powerhouse women who are on their own missions and highlight the ins and outs and the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. If you're on a mission, this podcast is for you. Hosted by Monica Abramov and Stacey Boguslavskaya. Today we have Rachel Azaguri on the podcast with us. She's worked with small businesses and startups for over 15 years, creating opportunities, programming, and education. She is passionate about helping companies achieve their goals. She is currently the founder of The Concept Agency, a content marketing agency focused on storytelling and brand building through website design, content creation, and social media. Today, she's going to be sharing her tips for small businesses, and we're also going to be chatting a bit about how to get through and navigate through these tough times of the coronavirus pandemic. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to She's On a Mission, the podcast with your hosts, Monica Abramov and Stacey Boguslavskaya. And today's podcast will be a little bit different. We are all working remotely because of the circumstances, as we all know. Um, We are in the middle of this crazy pandemic, and it's changed a lot of things for everybody, basically. Um, But for small businesses... Um, we're all, you know, working remotely, um, and that includes this podcast. So Stacy and I are actually in different locations right now. So please do excuse um, the sound; it might not be perfect, but we'll make sure that the content is as valuable as possible um, to help you guys through this time. And today we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Rachel Azaguri, um, and she's here to talk about small businesses. Um, She's worked at many incubators and she'll talk a bit about her background and everything, but she's going to give her advice on, you know, small businesses in general and then navigating through this very crazy time. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. So we'll jump right into it. Um, Why don't you tell us a bit about your background? Sure. So I've been working um, in the startup industry or with startups and small businesses for uh, just about about 14 years or so um, and I've had the privilege of helping small businesses in many different ways um, through programming um, I've created some entrepreneurship courses um, I've also done a lot of marketing and communications I actually started my career in marketing communications uh, but again my main focus was always um, helping businesses grow launch um, and and continue to run through different situations including this one So Rachel, can you tell us a little bit about the concept agency? Sure. So um, I run the concept agency and it's a marketing agency. We focus mainly on content marketing um, and how we do that is through storytelling and brand building. Uh, We work with small to medium sized businesses that are either launching or scaling. Um, And we do that through website development, content creation, events, podcasting, video and social media. Awesome. So how did you make the transition from, um, you know, working with startups to build their businesses to building your own business? So um, I've always had the I guess entrepreneurial bug. I've come from a family of entrepreneurs, um, and I, I always thought, you know, the next best thing to actually running my own business was to working with startups. Um, and as I sort of mentioned in my background, I've had the privilege of working with so many companies, uh, and it was 
always so inspiring, uh, but I always felt like something was missing. So about a year ago, I um, left my full-time job, uh, which was a role in um, an accelerator that helped startups. But I left that role to finally take, you know, everything I learned, all of my experience, um, and put it into building my own business. Um, and I'll, I'll just tell you, and we, I mean, we could talk a bit about it, but giving advice on, to people on how to build a startup is very different than actually, you know, doing it yourself. And so um, I'm, I feel very lucky that I have the knowledge that I have. I feel very lucky that I have the experience, you know, that I have. It makes things maybe a little easier just because I, I know how to navigate some things. But at this, you know, at the same time, it's so incredibly difficult and different when doing it for yourself. And Rachel, going back to your work with the accelerators and incubators, what value do you think that, you know, these incubators and accelerators really bring to a startup? So, um, so I mentioned that I, that I feel lucky that, um, you know, I have that experience when building my own business. And I think um, the reason is, is because being working with an accelerator, whether you're a company or working with an accelerator, one of the, I think one of the biggest values is the community, the community aspect, right? It's building a business, even if you have a partner, is lonely and it's difficult. And um, when you are part of an accelerator or incubator or any type of hub, uh, you have access to a community of people that are uh, either there to support you or that are going through similar things or have gone through similar things. Um, so I think that is the number one thing that uh, people look for when they're joining any of these accelerators and incubators. I think also the access to curated support or like or that the accelerators often, you know, take all of this information that's out there in the ether. There's just so much, so much information um, and they help they help curate it and they help you navigate it. So, you know, in the programming that we created back in the accelerator where I worked, uh, we were able to really curate it by subject, by industry, uh, by level, by stage. Um, and so it just makes, you know, the entrepreneur's life a, a little bit easier and it also uh, it's faster, right? So instead of spending months looking for a resource or a piece of information or access to somebody, uh, working with one of these hubs gives you sort of that direct access. It saves you a lot of time and money. That makes sense. And what would you recommend? Like what stage do you think a startup should be at? Like what's too early, what's too late um, to take advantage of these incubators and accelerators? I think we're super fortunate right now. We have got a lot of different types of, um, I'll just say hubs, that, you know, accelerators, accelerators and incubators uh, that come at different levels. There are early stage ones and there's also ones that are there, that have been created to help scaling companies. But I think um, majority of the accelerators and incubators do focus on early stage uh, companies. So I think the earlier you are, the more you can take advantage of certain things. Once you're, you've already scaled, you probably have a larger staff or even a few staff members. Um, and so it is it is quite hard to actually physically be part of an accelerator. Often they require that you're in a physical space. Um, so maybe earlier stage, um, you know, earlier to mid stage, but uh, they, every accelerator I know of, an incubator I know of has programming for different levels. So I think that if you are in a scale up mode, there are still things that you can access, whether it be resources or events, or even a, a mentor. Um, there are different things you can access, but really take advantage of it when you're at the beginning trying to figure everything out and navigate through like you know the, the all the information you know we we often hear about how we learn a lot from our mistakes and how in startups especially there's lots of mistakes that are that 
startups are making. What would you say is the number one mistake you saw startups making? So it's a bit of a tough question because I guess you could say, you know, one of the things we try to teach all the startups is there are really no mistakes. It sounds a bit corny, but there are really no mistakes. I think the thing that I've seen startups do, the ones that are really amazing is it's find like opportunity in every wrong turn as opposed to mistake. Like they, they learn from everything and they really pivot. Those are the ones that are really amazing. Uh, but if there was one thing that, you know, I could like focus on, especially for the earlier stage companies is um, I think early stage companies are really scared to share their ideas. And I could completely understand why, right. There is this fear of like an idea being stolen or somebody taking it or, even somebody telling you that it's not good and bringing you down it's you know obviously you need all the motivation you can at the beginning so i think a lot of people are scared uh we we used to see that a lot at the accelerator like you know they would come in um and they would come in to come meet with advisors that are there to help them grow their business and yet they would not want to share the full idea and you know if you have like something proprietary you know i get i totally understand however don't be scared, right? Don't be scared. You may be cautious and that's fine to be cautious, but the, those people probably don't want to steal your idea, uh, especially not the consultants or the accelerator or the lawyer, you know, they're there to help you. So I would say like, don't don't be so hesitant to start talking to the world about what you're trying to do or build. Um, you know, you're, you're building it for a reason. You obviously have either the passion, the experience or whatever it is to build it. So um, that is a big mistake we often see. They keep it to themselves and they're too scared of getting the advice um, and, and it doesn't help them. And they either get stuck in the mud and it takes too long and by then someone else has done it or they just, you know, are not motivated enough to continue. So that is the one thing I would really say at the beginning, early stages, really just tell your, you know, share your story, share your idea. So I know um, a question on everyone's minds right now is how do I navigate these tough times? Um, you know, we're going through this crazy time of uncertainty. Um, how do businesses deal with the coronavirus pandemic, especially small businesses, startups, um, et cetera? You know, we've, we've never experienced something like this before. So I guess we'll start with how did it affect uh, your business? Uh great question and like you said I think it affects it's affecting everybody in one which way or another um so for my business specifically uh I have I actually have two lines of business that I'm in one is supporting entrepreneurs that are actually moving into this country and that's a difficult one that business is basically on hold right so that one is is you know on hold and we're creating resources and materials and supporting people as best as we can um the marketing side of things is a little difficult um, as well, because marketing is often seen as, um, you know, something people do if they have the extra money and nobody has that extra money now. Um, I think we're starting to, you know, the conversation is starting to shift on marketing and people are seeing it as a priority. However, you know, cutting human resources are more important. Making sure you can keep your staff on board is more important. So we've seen um, a few clients, you know, put some contracts on hold. So it has definitely affected that. Uh, we've seen um, the clients that we do have that have continued to move forward um, are shifting all of their communications to uh, and all their marketing efforts to focus on, you know, the virus and how they're dealing with it. So we're creating a lot of social media content, a lot of um, guides and how to's and memos and materials, um, you know, about how they're dealing with this, whether it's public or, you know, external or internal. Um, so I think like it's interesting because it's affected our business personally where we slow down on, you know, there's not a lot of clients. We've 
don't put out many proposals because not any no one's really looking for extra work right now or to, to launch that website or you know to create that campaign but it's also shifted the actual work we do on a daily basis uh, every almost everything we're doing right now is surrounding the virus every communication and video and everything is surrounding the virus so it's, it's been quite interesting to see that um you know that evolve so We'll open it up now to sort of a roundtable discussion because I think we all have our views on, you know, what advice we could give to small businesses right now. So, Rachel, I'll ask you first and then Stacey and I will kind of weigh in as well on, you know, what advice do we have for startups to get through this time? So I would say innovate, innovate. Um, it's just, you know, such a unique opportunity for all of us to start thinking about how we approach business, how we approach our business. Um, you know, many of us are struggling right now. So think about your industry and the current needs of the market, like what's happening in the market, right? How can your services or products fill that need? Um, you know, a simple example, as I just mentioned, like we offer communications as one of our services. So we're creating a lot of materials for our clients, but we're also creating just generic materials that we're able to give to our clients to use. Um, or, you know, you're hearing these um tutoring companies that when schools were shut down they started creating lesson plans and materials to be able to give to the parents you know so they sort of saw an opportunity in the market they knew schools would be closed um and they thought about you know how do we how do we best create materials and take take advantage of the opportunity that's out there and i mean they're filling a need as, as a parent myself they're filling a need by giving you know materials and supplies and at the same time you know able to keep their business going and I think it's one of the things which this is pretty difficult is I was going to say, well, don't necessarily think about the money, although that's important and you need to do that. But this is, a, a, as I mentioned, a unique opportunity to really grow and build your your business in your community uh, through resources and materials and knowledge and advice. And so, you know, if you're if you don't have the paying clients like flowing in, but you do have the time to create, you know, the resources and materials do that because people are going to start trusting you. And hopefully in a few months when all of this is done. Um, you know, you come out a little bit stronger and, and I, you know, that's sort of the advice I'm giving all of, all of our clients right now. So those are just some of the ideas I had. So some of the advice I would give, it's probably the experience that Monica and I learned um, just in the last couple of weeks is really don't underestimate the network that you have and the customers that you've had in the past and, um, you know, use that network to really you know, give your message and tell everybody and update everybody on what's happening, but also think outside of the box, how you as a business can pivot during this time. Um, if there's other opportunities that do exist that you may not have thought about. And um, those are kind of the two big things we have been doing the last couple of weeks is really reaching out to our network, to our customers, to the community, and also kind of pivoting where our business um, is was focused before to where we're focusing now. Yeah, and I think um, we've seen a lot of businesses really, like like Rachel, what you were saying, is really innovate. We've seen so many gyms really step up, do you know these Instagram lives with free workouts. And you're so right because it really does build up um, you know, your, your following base, your community, so that when things do get back to normal, you know, they can really capitalize on that. And I think it's really great to see so many businesses really stepping up and especially service-based companies, um, you know, like event planning, like what do event planners do? What are these service-based companies that really heavily depend on, you know, on-site sort of um, events where you can't really do it virtually? So we've seen a lot of innovation there. On, on our end also, I think it's very important to 
take a good hard look at your costs. Um, and, you know, don't just think of it as, you know, a few weeks and this will be over. Like really look at this as a six year, six year, really look at this as a six month, even to a one year uh, plan and really look at your numbers, make adjustments when it comes to your projections and see where you can cut costs. Because so many things, you know, we've all been paying for on a monthly basis, like platforms we don't use, apps we don't use, software we don't use, things like that. Take a good hard look at everything. See where you can cut those costs. Um, obviously, you know, working remotely is one of the the number one things. So, you know, take uh, reach out to your vendors, to your partners, to your landlords. See what they can do. Take advantage of any government programs there are here in Canada. You know, um, it was just announced that we're going to get a seventy five percent subsidy on um, on pay on payroll which is amazing and super helpful we don't have more information on that yet but by the time this podcast comes out hopefully there will be um, some good info around that so just take advantage of you know all these programs see what you're eligible for um, there's a lot of programs now like the BDC and EDC that are helping out as well with with small business loans so um, talk to your bank talk to anyone that you can possibly you know think of to get through these times so Rachel you know obviously we're all working from home um, and there's lots of things that people can be kind of reading or listening to are there any tools or books that have really helped you on your journey and in your career uh, yeah there are actually many and I I'm, I'm an avid reader so I think that you know I uh, I have a list of them, but I would say the top two that come to mind right now, and I'm just rereading one of them, is a book called Start With Why. Uh, it really talks about, you know, the purpose and why you are starting, whether it's a business or why you do anything, really. So starting with the purpose is really the focus of the book, and um, I, I love that one. Uh, it centers you every time you're sort of getting lost in a business, in your business or idea, or when you think you're struggling, just come back to the purpose. So I think I really like that. And then there's another really great one called Good to Great. Uh, those are two of my uh, favorite leadership or business books. Um, podcasts. Well, I love podcasts. And my, my favorite is probably everyone's favorite is um, How I Built This. That's my favorite. It's just such a great podcast. It's so motivational hearing how people build their, build their businesses, how they innovated, and even how they struggled, what challenges they encountered. I mean, they're just like every other business. So um, and you, they, they interview, interview really big businesses. So uh, that's a great one. And I think just some other sort of tools and tips in general would be um, you surround yourself with the right people, people who are successful, who are motivated, ambitious, you know, people who inspire you. Um, you can join. There's so many online and in-person communities or so many. If you can join an accelerator, uh, you know, definitely take advantage of there's free and obviously paid um, services out there. Uh, but I think when you're surrounding yourself by, you know, all of this knowledge, whether it's through books and podcasts, but really through people, um, you're just constantly motivated. Um, and then find a mentor. Like, don't be afraid to reach out to that person and ask them for that help. Um, I'm blessed to have many that are my, some of that are my friends and some that, you know, are people that I've worked with. And they really do help me, um, you know, they they do help me and they support and guide the way. So those are a few things that I, I would really... Um, I'd recommend. Awesome. And for, you know, somebody who is just starting out, you know, a lot of businesses are going to come out of this um, pandemic because people are shifting and adapting and they're trying to find ways to, you know, make money um, during this time. So 
What is your best tip for somebody struggling to take their idea forward? Probably heard this many times before, but just start it. Just do it. I mean, start somewhere with one small thing, whether it's, you know, like give yourself a bite-sized goal every day. Um, come up with the name, register the business, buy the domain, whatever it is. They're small things, but, you know, set aside even 10 to 20 minutes to work on that idea you have, like 10 to 20 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be huge. I think it can be incredibly overwhelming to build a business uh, because there are so many things. Um, write a list down, uh, you know, put it down on paper and just do one small thing every day. And in like three weeks, you'll be in a completely different spot. And um, I think the the, the thing that we always see is, and, and I just mentioned this, is it, it is so overwhelming. And so often people, it's just, where do you even start and what do you do next? And you're trying to do a hundred things at once. And that's just, um, it's just, it can be too much. So I think just start, don't be afraid. There's really nothing to lose. Um, I have started so many business ideas and, and, you know, started working on them and decided they weren't right or they were good. And, you know, they never did go that far. And, I mean, I have failed on so many things, but I think like I, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't just start. And um, so that's the advice. And I think we have we have a really interesting opportunity right now and a little bit more time on our hands, um, you know, even with kids at home and things running around and everything so different. Um, but I think we have this time to think now and the time to really just, you know, move something forward. So just start. Oh, I love that. That's actually like very motivating. <laughs> so now I'd love to ask you the question that we ask everyone. Um, Rachel, what is your mission? So I think my mission has always been to just help businesses. And it sounds like it's just a bit generic, but everything I've done in my career, every job I've had has been um, in support of helping entrepreneurs. It's just something that I am personally so passionate about. It's my purpose. So sort of that's my why. And so every business I've built or every conversation I have in this sort of world and industry has been surrounding that. And um, so my mission is just to help businesses, whether it's through, you know, my, my marketing company or whether it's through just, you know, having a phone call with a friend who's trying to move something forward. Um, it's what I love to do. And so really it's, that's my mission. If I can just help a few, you know a few companies move their business forward somehow, um, I'm just, it makes it just really brings me so much joy. Amazing. And so, um, if our listeners want to connect with you, how and where can they find you? So, um, my company, the Concept Agency, is on social media. So you could find us there. It's um, I'll just give my Instagram. It's the Concept Agency on Instagram. Um, or you can obviously find us online on our website and it's theconceptagency.co. Um, and so anywhere there, I'm always up for a chat. I'm always up to talk to people, whether it's about marketing or business or anything in general, um, we'd, we'd love to chat. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Rachel, um, over the phone. <laughs> um, and yeah, thank you everyone for listening until next time. Till next time. Thanks, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and share with other women on a mission. We also welcome you to follow our brands on social media where we'll announce new episodes and other exclusive info. You can find us on Instagram at Renata Beauty and at Unplugged.Beauty. Until next time.